Hey everybody, this is Petey from Spinarack, and today I'm going to do a video about Namorita, the cousin of the of Prince Namor, the Submariner. Um, she was created created by Bill Everett in Super, sorry, Submariner issue um, fifty, and she basically was anti. She wasn't like the other Atlanteans when she created. She was um, Namor's cousin. She was a lot younger. She was a little, you know, a young girl when she's introduced. Like she's like maybe a teen or something like that. And like some teens, she <laughs> she had a crush on her cousin, Namor, right? So, but Namor obviously, you know, it's like a kid, just like um, you know, and family. So nothing, obviously, nothing could come of that. But it was an interesting dynamic, something that, you know. Um, was sort of like how, you know, sometimes girls like their uncles or their, their older family, that sort of thing. And nothing comes of it, right? So it was an interesting dynamic, right? So I was, but at the same time, it was all, <clears throat> it was also a character called Namor's, um, I guess her other cousin, Namora. Now, Namora was introduced, I think, during the 40s and 50s. And in the present Marvel Universe, she died during the war or something like that. Right, so, but this was, Namorita was her daughter. Now, Namora, I think Byrne has her full name in one of these stories here. But um, Namorita is just Namorita Prentice. That's her real name. Now, when I was reading um, Namor by John Byrne, he's introduced, oh, I was supposed to do another video. I was supposed to do a different video. Excuse me for that. Uh, a little guy is always on his table. Right, so um, this story I used to read my sister all the time, right? That's the only comic book she would let me read her. She wasn't into comic books, but she decided she wanted to read one, and then it was just one, right? So ultimately, this is the second issue where it got the tagline, Marvel's First and Mightiest Mutant, and um, which Tom DeFalco wouldn't allow Byrne to utilize until the second issue for some reason. And um, whenever Burns going to go through an artistic breakthrough, he would have um, he would have um, Bob Wyatchek do the inking. So he would do a period where it would be just gorgeous inking by Bob Wyatchek, and the next thing you know, that led us right into what I talked to you in my last video. Oh yeah, I got it right here. This nice dual shade, right? We're gonna do another video about that later, right? But let's get into this issue, right? No, no, actually, I don't want to get into this issue. I just want to show you one aspect. The, um, since Namor is getting his own series, Byrne came up with a supporting cast. This Caleb Alexander, who helped out Namor, finally got him to calm down. This that um his um the boiling blood that is um actually revealed to be sort of a byproduct of being a hybrid and him being of two worlds but not be really being at home at one so sometimes he would um he would have some he would go from not his you know even though he had gills sometimes his body would struggle and he'd go through like a suffocation but he wouldn't know it underwater and then in the air he would go through an intoxication which led to the him being so you know, rush to judgment, ready to fight, all that stuff, right? I believe that was a dynamic. This is Caleb's daughter, who since 
he had a heart condition. She would do all of the sort of aquatic stuff. And they ran into the Submariner issue one. I can get into that at some point. But um, he has a romantic interest with her. She had her hair tied back. The hint that there's romance is that she's let her hair down. Right? And we run into the Griffin. Right? So I don't want to get into this whole issue. But it's a gorgeous issue. You know, very dynamic. That sort of thing. Uh, maybe Griffin, maybe... In another color scheme, maybe blue, but um, this very dynamic character. And he's after her for some reason. And Caleb gets hit by the tail. And when he tries to take action, he overexerts himself. It's really gorgeous stuff here, right? You, who, you didn't know he was going to go through another artistic breakthrough, right? So here, so I met these characters in issue one you see him struggling have his heart thing and he gets down the name of rita right and i remember having one issue of submariner with her in it and not thinking much of her character but i felt it was really interesting that bernard kind of brought name rita in here right and she looked like you know fun character under his um pencils with bob wyatt inks you know even though it's like kind of a a dupe like a supergirl type of character she just seemed like fun, right? So she's in there, you know. She immediately calls Namor. They talk. They've already had this, this connection, like this family connection. And you see this throughout the series, that the two of them have this kind of banter. And this is the strongest point, that Namor is still Namor. And Namor Rita is just this character, is just a, a fun character. Namor still tells her to stay back. He handles the situation. So that's just giving you an intro to this story. Because when you get to the big name Marita story. Now, Wikipedia would say that her character comes alive in um, the New Warriors. But they just wrote her as a regular Atlantean. But regular Atlanteans are just hearted nails, tough type characters. And she was the one that was against type, right? So let's get to this, which might be one of the best stories ever. The Nine Wives story. Right? Now in the Submariner, um, Submariner's dead wife, clones of her start appear appear from a clone of her appears from nowhere. So it's in Atlantis and they come to talk to Submariner and tell her there's a you know wife there, but she doesn't say anything. She just stands around. Right? So he's kinda taken aback and then yeah, we go into this. Submariner has these old comic books of um, Submariner versus the Japanese. And you have Lady Crichton, and she's struggling with Namor having all these things in the in the in the books, and how these sort of comic book stories don't really tell the tale of of the war and the atrocities and that sort of thing. Atrocities not taken out by villains, but taken out as far as the um, people that were running things, right? So, and she's also, if, if, you're, if you watch my other videos, she went from being very old to be rejuvenated, right? So she tries on some new clothes because she's been wearing some old clothes. She gets to wear Namorita's clothes. And here, this is an interesting issue. This Burn is doing kind of less is more, period. So he's not 
overdoing his burn face. But we have a blonde here. So, you know, we always say, people always say, all the faces are the same. So we're going to see how close his face here is to the later face. But we already looked at the face of Neymar in the other book. Doesn't look anything like this girl here. Right? But she gets a call that she has to contact. Um, something has happened to... Um, Something happened in Namor's office, right? So, just if you you hadn't seen the other issue, we find out um, Desmond Mars had um, had injured um, Caleb Alexander, right? So they tell you know um, Caleb's daughter, right? And um, of course, they have to go back. But there are other things that Submariner has to deal with, right? This is Desmond Mars' sister, kind of looks like her, right? Kind of, I guess at some point, there wasn't a big interest in the last video I did, but, um, you know, with this one, I got one other Submariner one planned. If there's any traction, maybe I'll do some more. But I, I, he's a favorite character of mine, right? And it was cool that the... Atlanteans came out of nowhere and they um, just worked with um, Submariner, right? And um, I can, like, see, you got a lot of different ones with different faces here, right? I don't know. I mean, it's uh, definitely something big for his early career, but, um, you know, what else can you say? So, this point, this was the thing that Burns said he wasn't going to do, which was underwater stories, because he said that's what kind of kills it. People sitting around at this point, since the book isn't selling, there's no, <laughs> he's not going to any pretense of what works and what doesn't work. He's just doing the book as it was done, right? So, Mariner chilling in a chair, right? That's what happened. So, it's just one of those books that went right to the newsstand and was struggling. So, they're trying to figure out what's going on with Lady Dorma. So, they're trying to go to where she was found and they go further out and they find this character, right? Right here. You may not be able to see it, but he's right here. Right? This will be a dark, really murky sea. So you can see how things have changed, right? And this is a subplot. I think it's Zellery with the plant man. The plant man got a new sort of style to him. You got another ch a woman here. I'm about to say chick, excuse my French. And um, you see, this woman get taken out by the this plant. Bo Jackson. And then Desmond Mars is trying to hide because he's doing had all these bad dealings. Hide from the Punisher who's trying to get him. Right? Got a nice Drew, Drew Cooper panel. Where you don't need to look all the way down. You still stay in here. That sort of thing. And um Punishes out to get him. And then tries to shoot the Punisher, but he got the bulletproof vest on. Punishes Ray. So he's like, Desmond decides to kill himself. And this is a real strange part that's going on in the plot. And I didn't know how this was going to play out, right? 
and his Vira the Banished, right? And he, about 200 years old, he's been using his technology to keep himself alive. You get a good shot of his face right here, right? See the doe-eyed uh, Atlanteans, which would be cool, but I think they're going to be pale faces in the, in the Wakanda movie. We're going to talk about Wakanda after this. And you see he's made a million <laughs> clones of Dorma, right? And this is the name of his wife. Of course, this is trying for him. And they start talking and they said, hey, you know, he has, he was banished because he created clones and the clones had to be killed. And this is a long part of, um, because the clones wanted independence and they weren't felt like they were souls. So it's a tragedy of Atlantis, right? And young Namor right here, right? And he said he can't overturn his grandfather's thing and he doesn't want to. He's not interested. And he's like, where's Lady's Dormer's body, right? And when he finds it, it's only the cells. And you get this nice moment of sadness of the Namor where, you know, even with the, the process to calm him down, he still has a little bit of a temper here, right? With good reason. This guy, he, I mean, every shot of this guy looks great, right? Damn, I should have this other book ready. I don't have it ready. Uh, we're going to keep going, right? So as they're arguing about this, Namorita kind of chimes in and he said, you of all people. And Namor's like, this. <laughs> say no more. And then um, and Namor wants to get Namorita out of there. And of course now, he said, Namor knows of this thing he talks about, but he's like, what? All right, so we're going to get to the harsh realities of this story, right? That Namorita is a clone of her dead mother. My mother, myself. Greatest title ever, right? If you have to agree with me. So we get into this one. Now, in Atlantean history set up by Byrne, these clones had to be destroyed, right? So Namorita, that's why there's this anguish on her face because, you know, after a great, you know, this huge fight to kill all of the... Excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. Um, this big fight to get rid of You'll see it in this next issue, but they're supposed to be killed, right? So it's got this great cover, and um, in here, this, as far as Burns inking, this is possibly, this is a really nice issue, right? It says Murky Sea, there's really in the depths of Atlantis, I mean, it's hard to find, so even with Submariner's skills, having a hard time finding her, right? So we kind of backtrack it with the Atlanteans and they're saying the storm is really terrible and Savannah is not going, right? So we go back to where we were off, off to and he explains and Neymar knows, knows the truth. And he says, you've been keeping it from me for all these years. And she's upset with them. 
see my only living relative, this, that, and the other. She thought she was in love with him. And like trying to get her to calm down. And then she breaks out in the murky sea. She's lost in the murky sea. Right? So Savannah, you find other Lanteans kind of told, don't do it. Like it's really terrible out there. So we lead into the next subplot. Which is Phoebe Mars finding um, Desmond killed, right? And we're going to lead to one of the best pages ever. We've seen the nine page grid. This is where Times Burn was doing the no gutter pages, which has been interesting. This really works for this, this sort of story here, right? I didn't always like this, but for this story, this really works, right? So we go down there, she's there to the body. Nice angle here. This is one of the things in this Namor series that's never gonna get the credit because it was really the time of X-Force, Jim Lee on X-Men and Wills Protasio on Uncanny X-Men. All of that sort of West Coast energy that was going on, Sylvester on Wolverine. And no one is gonna be looking at comic books for these mundane type of things, which is you know, this angle here, this angle here, this like really gorgeous stuff. And then we get to the real pal of the um, quiet moments, her being so happy that her brother is dead, right? She's thinking, you know, she has her future with the Submariner that she's thinking of. It's a great um, passage of time, like a Daredevil page without super speed. <laughs> So this is really nice, right? But she runs into the Punisher and the Punisher is like, he's not having it, right? So I think this is the end of this subplot here. But um, we had the Plant Man and this is Byrne like kind of taking stuff he did when he was, because he drew these characters in the first Iron Fist. And this actually um, doesn't look, didn't look uh, as good as it does now when he drew them, right? So this is a real step up for him, showing how far he's come as an artist. And then Submariner finally finds her. And they kind of, you know, kind of felt the way they was coming. And she's like, she can't be allowed to live, right? And Submariner's like, no. He's like, no, this is what the law is. She respects the Atlantean law. She's like, if she doesn't have a soul, she has to go. Right, so they go to seeing Samara's grandfather, right? And he's banished, banishing Vera, right? So Vira, so I keep wanting to say Vera, sorry, Vira. And Submariner's there as a boy, his mother helping him. Look, even Submariner's mother has a different face than Dharma. Like he's really pulling out all the stops, right? So then she says he has to watch this because this is stuff he needs to know. And he has to tell her the story about the slaves, right? Where he created slaves to do basically, clones to do basically slave functions. And then they wanted their own independence. And then the Atlanteans killed them. And she knows the story of the Long Spears, right? So Namora and um, Samarina, he was telling Samarina stuff to ha do when she passes, right? And then when he, so since at that point when she told him he didn't know this stuff, she says he has, she had a journal, 
right? And then she says, which is a cool moment here, which is why dialogue and captions always important. I know my mind, she knowing her mother's handwriting, right? So then here we go. Oh, I went too far, sorry. So, Namora's husband is not with the fact that she can't have kids, right? And he's not gonna hold it to this. And then next thing you know, she sort of runs into this place, right? And he says, the banished one. And then he realizes that he knows her issue, so he can try to help, right? And realizes she can, if they try to create a, a clone within her, she can, um, she can possibly, you know, keep the, the baby to term, right? And that originally when Neymar was born, she was born blue, but then she later got, gained the color of a, a surface dweller. And when Neymar <laughs> hears that, she's ready to pull out that same temper that Submariner has. And um, and then they also sees that she doesn't have wings on her feet, but she has some sort of buds on her knees, which possibly them. So there was that same mutation as in the Submariner. So he decides to make it active in the clone, right? They said he wanted to make some changes. So they're like, yeah, so it works, right? It's gonna be your daughter. And her husband's all happy. He said, that doesn't change anything. <laughs> I'm still a clone. That's it. I'm even more of a clone. I'm an exact clone of my mother with some changes, right? So, Submariner, his last plea to her, the hot-blooded human torch, who was an android, but always full of emotion, always caring, hero heroism, um, all that. If you can't believe that the, the, an android has a soul, you can believe it in looking at him, right? So then she finally comes out of her funk and she feels pride that she's a, you know, the daughter and similar to her mother, right? And now we have the last thing. We're trying to figure out what's going on with Danny Rand and Tyrone King shopping. And this is where it goes south. Spin a rack. Oh, no, not spin a rack out. Because the, the, bro, I wanted to do this because in the Black Panther, it seems like Nae Maria is a dark-haired um, um, cousin to Namor. And there's probably going to be some parallels between her and and um, Shuri, where she kind of wants to use, usurp the Submariner, right? Because she's, well, I don't know if that's going to work, so she might be a sibling. But it seems like they're trying to have that same rivalry. But Namorita didn't have that. She just was a normal type of girl, which was against type than all of the tough Atlanteans. Now, people would more remember her from... What is that thing? The New Warriors. But at the same time, she, that was just doing her as tough as nails, like an Amazon, right? And she falls for um, Nova, but she's still tough as nails type of character. Whereas this, 
was a character that Bill Everett created, which was not like the regular Atlantean. She was, um, you know, she just was normal. And this was kind of lost when you have these normal characters with all of these warrior-like Atlanteans, it's not the cliche. But every time we say, no, we gotta get tough as nails. They said, no, she's just a fun character. Even though Byrne did a very tough story with her, you had to push kind of these boundaries. And it was interesting, she was such a, she was the bright light in the series. But as you see, you can do a tough story with her, but it doesn't stick. And then turning her tough kind of ruined everything. I think she's like Kim, Chimera or something like that. So that's it. Uh, Spinarak out, and I, I worry about the 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 name or the the Black Panther Wakanda Forever movie because it seems like they're just gonna do the the Atlanteans coming in and Namor Rita being the one to kind of push Namor like Dorma was when her first appearance. So anyway, that's it. Spinarak out.